Hello everyone, welcome back to the second episode of Rain Reviews Music, where I'll be discussing albums from all kinds of genres. Uh, in today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Everywhere at the End of Time by The Caretaker. And uh, let's just dive right into it. Uh, some background info on The Caretaker. Uh, he's also known as James Kirby, and he is an electronic uh, English musician that's been making music since 1999. Uh, Everywhere at the end of the time is a series of six different albums that were released over a span of about three years, so about two every year, and uh, they're meant to all be listened to together, so I'm just going to refer to it as one album. Now, this album isn't found on most streaming platforms, but you can find the whole, like the entire album on YouTube. The runtime for all of the albums is nearly six and a half hours. <laughs> Uh, this is definitely one of the most interesting albums I've ever listened to. Uh, this album tackles dementia and memory loss, which is something that I've never seen done in music before. Uh, there's not a single lyric like throughout this entire album, it's just all purely production. Uh, the album samples ballroom music from many different years in the 1900s, and as the album progresses, the music becomes more and more faded and difficult to listen to similar to how dementia progresses in a patient and it becomes more and more difficult to remember certain memories and uh, the album is separated into six different stages which is like the different stages of dementia and starting out with stage one uh, in this stage the care uh, the caretaker describes the stage with uh, this quote here we experience the first signs of memory loss this stage is most like a beautiful daydream the glory of old age and recollection, the last of the great days. Uh, he just put that in like, the description of the YouTube video. But uh, this stage is mostly just comp composed of old ballroom music looped for a long time, but every once in a while you can hear like a little vinyl crackle in the mix, and the music like, kind of has like a little bit of an echo when you listen to it. And all this is added to make the music just sound like a lot older. And it almost kind of gives you like a sense of nostalgia when listening to it, even though I wasn't even like around when this music was made. But uh, soul like say just feels like really like warm and just calm, and it's just like pretty relaxing to listen to. And I'd compare the stage to just like an old person daydreaming about their past life. Uh, stage two, the caretaker gives this description for this stage, and. Uh, he says, the second stage is the self-realization and awareness that something is wrong with a refusal to accept that. More effort is made to remember so memories can be more long form with a little more deterioration in quality. The overall personal mood is generally lower than the first stage and at a point before confusion starts settling in. Uh, the stage is very similar to stage one, which is looped ballroom music, but you can hear a lot more crackle pops and a lot more echo, and it sounds like a little bit like distorted at times. Uh, sometimes when a song is playing, a portion of it will be cut out, and to me that represents a memory being lost. Uh, this stage is still pretty relaxing to listen to, although sometimes it can sound a little bit creepy. Uh, I would compare this stage to a man realizing he has dementia and attempting to remember a lot of his old life but having some difficulty. Uh, stage 3. Uh, this is the, the description that the caretaker gives for it. Uh, here we are presented with some of the last coherent memories before confusion fully rolls in 
and the gray mist form and fades away. The finest moments have been remembered, and the musical flow in places is more confused and tangled. As we progress, some singular memories become more disturbed, isolated, broken, and distant. These are the last embers of awareness before we enter the post-awareness stages. The stages are probably the last coherent songs on the entire album, with a lot more distortion and a lot more reverb. There's a lot, of, a lot more empty space that's just replaced with static on this album. Uh, the stage contains some of the same songs from stage one, but it almost sounds like they're being played underwater and then some of them are just completely unrecognizable. This would be the point in someone's life when dementia really starts to take a toll on them. Uh, stage four, the caretaker gives this description for this stage. Uh, Post-awareness stage four is where serenity and the ability to recall singular memories gives way in, to confusions and horror. It's the beginning of an eventual progress, process where all memories begin to become more fluid through entanglements, repetition, and rupture. The tracks on the stage are mostly composed of dark ambient noises, sounding pretty unsettling at times. Uh, you can barely make out any of the ballroom music that we've been hearing in the past stages. Uh, it almost feels like someone trying to remember their past life, but the majority, the majority of the memories are just gone. This is where the album gets really dark and depressing to listen to. Uh, stage 5. The caretaker gives us this description. Uh, Post-awareness stage 5. Confusions and horror. More extreme entanglements, repetition, and rupture can give way to calmer moments. The unfamiliar may sound and feel familiar. Time is often spent only in the moment leading to isolation. Uh, this stage is almost completely filled with confusion and horror. Uh, you can hear some voices trying to say something, but it's just completely incomprehensible. Everything is drowned out by ambient sounds and buzzing. Uh, this stage would represent someone's last few weeks of life with dementia. Uh, stage 6. Uh, the caretaker doesn't give any description for the stage whatsoever. And this stage just sounds like you're completely lost. It sounds much calmer. Actually, it sounds, yeah, it sounds a lot calmer than the last few stages, but somehow even creepier. <laughs> uh, any remnant of a memory that they may have had is lost, and like they just can't form any complete thoughts. It feels like you're just sinking into a black void during this stage. Uh, and the very last minute of the stage is complete silence. And to me, I think that's like meant to represent death. Uh, this is by far like one of the strangest albums I've ever heard, and honestly, didn't think it would affect me like as much as it would like going into it. Uh, having the chance to see like what dementia can actually do to someone like really, really was kind of heartbreaking to me. Uh, I think that stages one and two are, actually sounded pretty nice and pretty calming, but I was not expecting it to get as, as crazy as it did in the later stages. Uh, I would definitely recommend checking this album out. I know that's like very long, six and a half hours, but um, I just turned it on while like doing some homework and just had a, has like some background music and I did uh, listen to it over multiple days and uh, it is probably one of like the saddest albums I've listened to. I didn't even have a single word in it, but uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening in. Uh, make sure you turn into the next episode where I'll be reviewing Spiderland by Slint. Thank you.